You're now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Hello and welcome. That's right. You are trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This channel is a celebration of all things pop culture. So please, if you're new to the channel, subscribe, like, all that good shit. I am your co-host, Jay St. Motherfucking G! Coming to you live from yours truly, Syracuse, New York. And introducing, reintroducing my panel, hailing from Portland, Oregon. It is our beautiful nerd cage queen. How you doing, pretty guardian? I am so happy to be here and ready to go through the, this list. I was glancing at it, and I feel like 50 through one. I think we're gonna have a lot more fun because there's there's some good games to talk about in there. Absolutely. And from Los Angeles, California, he is the one who nerds. Hello, everybody. It's good to be back. I'm looking forward to getting back to this list. Call me a completionist. Let's finish this. Absolutely. And you know him. He is our moderator and troll hammer. Stronger than a DK banana slime. It's motherfucking Joe from Fallen 1 Gaming. What's poppin', dude? Uh, as, as the rest of us, I am so eager to get back into this list. Uh, so many good games on here. All right. Before we get started, who we got in the chat, bro? In the chat tonight, we have Doomzilla, Scott Bannock, and Shea Smithers. Everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Yes, always nice to see Nerd Cage Nation in full force tonight on a, on a Saturday night, nonetheless. We usually don't do Saturday yes. nights, so. <laughs> but we didn't finish on Thursday, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to wait a week. Let's get it done. <laughs> All right, so before we go any further, just a friendly reminder, of course, the Nerd Cage merch store is up. All right, so if you want to look fly, all right, get yourself a Nerd Cage live shirt with the strength of geek knowledge on the back in men's and ladies and if you're feeling frisky we got the nerd cage live pornhub logo hell I mean, I'm yeah. turned on right now so any size any color order your goddamn shirts because when you do you are directly supporting the channel so please and come on they're fucking awesome and you know they look great they feel great 100 cotton all that good shit and I believe T Public has their own discounts running right now too. So. Yes, Ooh. yeah, I think the discount's good till tomorrow. Um, Joe, you know the vibes. What is it that we're trying to give away right now? We are giving away an Xbox Series X. Yes. <laughs> so you, if you missed the promo earlier, yes, get us to 1,500 subscribers on YouTube, and we will give away an Xbox Series X on brand new, shipped to you, U.S. and Canada only. And Derek. What is going on Wednesday? We doing uh, Godzilla versus K-Gong. Yes. 60th anniversary look back. Should be a hell of a lot of fun. We're going to do it live. And we may have some special guests joining us. And it's going to be really, 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 really cool. Because uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, two of the four people on screen right now have not seen the movie. Uh, so this should be a lot of fun. Um, definitely looking forward to hearing their perspective of the film 
And of course, being me and Derek being the Kaiju geeks, we're definitely going to go into some history and more. So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, Joe, tell them about what we do every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we are playing Bayonetta. Hashtag Bayonetta, our favorite bullet witch. Yes, and tell them about your favorite game every Friday. <laughs> every Friday, I'm playing my new favorite game, Zelda Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yes, so that's twitch.tv slash live, everybody. That being said, let's go through the list, starting with number 50. Pretty Guardian, kick us off. At number 50, we have the game Earthbound, which is like a really good classic JRPG game. It was kind of one of the first ones that was like a JRPG set in kind of modern times. So definitely a classic and a lot of fun. I think it's a good game, deserves to be on the list. Um, oh God, <laughs> please don't kill me. I. Oh, I'm ready. I tried so many times and I just could not get hooked on it. I've attempted this game and I uh, I, I don't know what it, I think it's what Ladies it, what, and gentlemen, that will be my exit of Nerkage. Uh it was a pleasure <laughs> to have been on for as long as I was, but you know, times change. I'm sorry. I tried, dude. <laughs> I I just feel like okay. I think what it is, and maybe I'll have to try again, maybe a third time's charm. I just don't like the fact that you can't see the attacks. It's all descriptive, and I just I'm not too wild about it. Uh, wow, Scott, and you agree on something? That's a first on Nerd Cage Live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have you play Dungeons and Dragons, dude. I don't know. It's all descriptive. You uh, see I shit. just among all the RPG games, turn-based RPG games on Super Nintendo, I feel like there's better options out there. Whether if it's a Final Fantasy four. Super Mario RPG, you know, I just think, I don't know, Earthbound just didn't do it for me. I tried. I feel like the simplicity in combat was outweighed by the uh, the story and kind of the, like, the new ideas that were being brought forth. As Maggie mentioned, it was set in a modern time. So, like, it wasn't your, it wasn't Final Fantasy. It was something else entirely. And we can't ignore the inspirations that it would later go on to produce uh was the um oh dang it i'm forgetting the name off the top of my head um there there's another game that was uh, very similar to it and i i'm drawing a blank came out a few years ago and is very very popular um so yeah i i think that it it's a great game and well well worthy of its position on the list. I think 50 is fair. Okay, that's well said. I just It just didn't do it for me. So, all right. So, Pretty Garden, what would you say to me to be like, all right, like, why should I try it one more time? I wouldn't. Honestly, I'm already over it. Let's move on to number 49. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, oh um, boy! I didn't put my two cents in because I haven't played it. I, I plan on maybe playing it when the uh, when the remaster comes. Okay, uh, so I think uh, Pretty Guardian's gonna be able to tackle these ones really good. Um, so Diablo Two is number forty nine. Um, How do you know I can tackle them? Yes, go for it. <laughs> Four's yours. Oh, okay. I I love Diablo Two. It's one of my favorite games of all time. It's on like my top ten game list. 
I think that that whole era of like Blizzard games, both Diablo 2 and StarCraft are just amazing. With Diablo 2, I love the action gameplay. I love the art style because it was kind of more of a, a realistic, almost like claymation sort of art style. A lot of Gothic influences. And then the story, I was also very engaged by that. Like there's a lot of lore for their little world of sanctuary and the the hells and the demons and the angels and the, the whole war that's happening between them. So definitely a really cool game and I'm glad it made the list. I would have put it lower, like down, I would have put it in the top 10. Well said. I, um, I actually do, I'm not like a huge Di 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 Diablo person, but I do agree it belongs in this on this list. I don't know if I would put it at 49. I think maybe in the 30s just because it was all the rage as far as PC gaming goes. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Derek, what's your take on that? <laughs> I never played them. I only recently mm. got my PC built, so I, I missed out on both Diablo and StarCraft. All right. Uh, yeah, I missed out on uh, on all the Diablos because, you know, I haven't been a PC gamer since I was probably five years old. All right. <laughs> I know, can actually chime in on the next era <laughs> of PC gaming. So, so 48, I though, we, we played a lot of fucking StarCraft after school in high school. Yes, uh, we did. Particularly freshman and sophomore year. In fact, I don't know if you can see that. The StarCraft mouse pad. There you go. <laughs> yes. So I'm actually glad cool. like StarCraft made the list. <laughs> it's really the only PC game that I got into growing up. Um, and plus, you know, I had a raggedy ass computer and uh, uh, what do you call it? Dial up. And StarCraft actually played well over dial up. So yeah, that was a revolution for us. Uh, you know, growing up in the dial up era. So uh, Miss Guardian, I just want. I definitely want to hear your take on StarCraft. Well, so one of the things that I'll add is I really loved the storyline of StarCraft, particularly with its conclusion in StarCraft II and everything. The the whole corruption of Sarah Kerrigan becoming the Queen of Blades and then like her redemption, I just thought was amazing. And to this day, probably one of the best sci-fi stories I've ever been able to enjoy. Honestly, I just I just played online against friends. I usually was the the, the protus race, you know, and yeah, um, yeah. It was just it was just fun playing online. I never really played the uh, story mode or, or solo. So, yes. All right, moving on to Joe. What we got next? Number oh, forty-seven is World of Warcraft. <laughs> I'm not a Warcraft guy, but I'm surprised it's not lower on the list, like in the top twenty. Honestly, yeah. that's my take. Derek, Maggie, anything? <laughs> I I think it was a good game for its time. I I don't know. I I think it definitely deserves to be on the list. I think forty seven is probably kind of a fair place for it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I cannot deny its influence over the uh, MMORPG genre. Right. I played from Burning Crusade all the way to Wrath of the Lich King. And I mean it when I say I would put it at 100. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it definitely has a rabbit oh, fan base and it spawns some great South Park episodes. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And fun fact 
The video game Hall of Fame is in yours truly, Rochester, New York. At, you know, about an hour and a half from where Joe and I live. And the first year of its ceremony, the first induction ceremony, World of Warcraft was one of the first games that got in. Um, just a cool little fun fact for you guys. Uh, and yes, and I'm with Joe, that goddamn South Park episode was fantastical. <laughs> All right, I'm completely staying out of this. I'm staying out of this next one. Next yeah, week. I was going to say, if you have to use the restroom or anything like that, Jay, now is the time to do it. <laughs> because 46 is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Let's go. <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> oh no, that was more like you I'm hate excited. It? Let's what go. is that? Okay. <laughs> Arguably one of the best Star Wars games out there. Oh yeah, don't even deny that. That's not saying. Uh -oh. So it definitely belongs on this list. I don't know if I'd put it at 46, but it definitely belongs on this list. Not Where did you put it? Uh, it's it's higher than that. For sure. Okay. I think when, I by higher, I mean, you know, lower numbers, higher score. I'm really hoping they get a remake or remaster because I think it had a great story and some good mechanics in there. But I think like a more modern day polish to it, it would be like an, an incredible game. I would yeah, and if I remember agree. correctly, I think they are gearing up for a remake of it. So. Oh, okay. That'll that's, be been, awesome. that's been rumored for a while. I mean, I think the only yeah. like good Star Wars game is Rogue Squadron, so. I stand by beside Star Wars The Old Republic, the MMO. I think it's a good game. You like right? pod racing on N64, Jay? Oh, God. <laughs> that, oh my God. I'd rather play like the, um, actually the ones on Super Nintendo weren't terrible, but oh God, the pod racer game, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God, there was nothing, there was no redeeming qualities there. Right, no redeeming <laughs> qualities there. All right, let's move on. Joe, what we got next? All right, 45? number 45, Fallout New Vegas. Wait a minute, was that, I thought this was the one that everybody hated. Why is this on the list? Can't be wrong. Fallout New Vegas is beloved. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 76 no one likes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I'm getting yeah. confused with 76. All right, my bad. I, I have a soapbox ready. Uh, I want you two go first, or let you three go first. All right. I got nothing, so whoever wants to chop, I, chop it up. I haven't played many hours of the Fallout games, but what I did play, I did enjoy. So, I mean, it it, it does have, a, have their own fan base. It does belong on the list. I don't know if I'd put it this high, but it does belong on the list. As far as I'm concerned, it's the last good Fallout game but I'm definitely interested in what Derek has to say about it. I 100% agree with Maggie. Uh, I believe that four was a was a solid attempt, but An just attempt. It, yeah, it, but it wasn't it wasn't as good. I feel like New Vegas not only had everything that made its uh, the predecessors great. I don't think it ever got better than New Vegas. Um, I also have a personal bias. I I will stand by and say uh, a weapon I helped make made it into New Vegas. If you guys ever get your hands on New Vegas and get the Gunrunner's Arsenal and you pick yourself up a Nuka Breaker, I helped make that. <laughs> nice. All right. Have, so you, have, you're part of gaming history, homie. A little bit. A little bit. Um yeah, we did a uh, web series, and uh, while we were making that web series, uh, New Vegas was coming out, and they made a nod to us, and then we made it in real life 
as a nod to them. <laughs> so I literally helped create it in real life. It was awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, number 44, we have Final Fantasy VI. I can't really weigh on weigh in. Why on is six higher than seven? I don't know. Um, I never Why is six higher than six, seven? So I, I mean, can't I'm not a Final Fantasy guy, not. but... Final Fantasy VII was like everything, and why is I? Mm, I, I'm, I find it kind of odd that six is over here and seven was way up in the '80s. So someone yeah. explain to me, uh, Pretty Guardian, what do you got? Um, six was really beloved for its stories and its characters. It had like really strong characters in the Final Fantasy series. I I definitely say it's one of the standout games. I, I understand where you're coming from with Final Fantasy VII. I don't, I definitely think Final Fantasy VII should have been closer to number one than it was. Um, but I feel like Final Fantasy VII was mostly so popular because of the, the graphical changes that happened there. Whereas Final Fantasy VI kind of stands up for like the heart of what it was. All right, fair enough. I am the one who nerds, what do you got? I missed that on this one. Okay. All right, Joe, I say we move on then. All righty, Jay, you can tackle this one. 42 is Metroid, or no, 43. No, 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 I'll no. I'll give this one to Pretty Guardian. I'll give yes, the next I'll, one I'll handle the next one. Oh. I was jumping the gun on that. 43 is Pokemon Yellow. <laughs> Pretty Guardian, all you. <laughs> oh, you know, I love Pokemon, and I definitely think it deserves to be on this list. I don't feel like there was anything special really about Pokemon Yellow. I definitely wouldn't have put that one on there. Um, my personal favorite is Pokemon XY, but I know that the fan community doesn't necessarily agree with that one. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I still don't think I would have put Pokemon Yellow though. Maybe, yeah, yeah that's I don't know. a bit know. of a head scratcher. Like yeah. the only difference between Yellow and Red and Blue was the fact that your your Pikachu follows you around. That's, and the Yellow Pigment, uh, the Yellow Pigment. So, I don't know why this one over the others. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost wondering if they need any money mode for the color and just. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's definitely possible. I mean, I feel like everybody's at least in agreement here that yellow was the wrong picks. I'm looking at the chat right now. Uh, Doomzilla is saying no gold or silver, so. See, so Derek, when you were mentioning like Pikachu following you around, I'm like, well, then I would have picked like gold or silver or something. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad to see Doom kind of threw that on there. Yeah. Because I, I definitely think that that would have been a stronger choice than yellow. Yeah, definitely. And that brings us to 42, Jay, which is Metroid Prime. Oh my girl, Samus makes, cracks the list for the first time. Okay. Again, let me just iterate the fact that I do prefer 2D Metroid over 3D Metroid. But it was Metroid Prime that launched the GameCube. And probably made the GameCube for what it was. Like, the popularity of the... I mean, besides... I would say it would be Metroid Prime, Super Smash Bros. Um, Melee, and may, maybe... Um, even though it's not one of my favorites, but uh, Wind Waker. But Metroid Prime, by all means, uh, belongs on this list. I think it's good. It's a good placement just because of what it did for the GameCube. But as far as the Metroid series, I, uh, I, I like Metroid Prime. I like Prime 2 better than Prime 1. Uh, that's just my opinion. I know, I know the argument is... I know there's a lot of people argue for 1. or I mean, we all can agree that 3 is the, the weakest one. But I thought 2 was better than 1. Well, I'm glad Metroid Prime's on here. It belongs on here. 
um, just for the sake of what it did for GameCube and what it did for uh, Metroid, and, and we're still to this day we're waiting for Metroid Prime 4. Um, and the, another thing too is how smoothly it ran. Um, so that's just another thing. It's just yeah, as far as like 3D first-person sci-fi shooters, yeah, it's definitely it belongs on here. Okay, I'm done. Whoever else wants to chime in. <laughs> I agree with you, Jay. <laughs> I think that was uh, a great discussion on that. So, yeah, you said it. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, uh, we'll move on to 41. 41 is The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. <laughs> Derek, <laughs> Maggie, I'll let you take these. <laughs> All right. Well, so I love Skyrim. I think it's an amazing game. The way they really set it up is they gave you this like great big open world to explore. You could be like whoever you wanted to be in this world. So for anybody who loves role playing, it's like a role player's wet dream, just an amazing fantasy setting. And aesthetically, I loved like the gray and the snow and, and a lot of that setting as well. So I thought it was a lot of fun on multiple fronts. I do think the game deserves to be closer to number one than it is. And my reason is because this was kind of one of one of the first like open world games to really become this popular. I don't think we would have open world games the way they are today if Skyrim hadn't have been the success that it was. Excellent. All right, Derek, you got anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, I I had like. God, must have been like 300 hours uh, <laughs> put into this game. Not even joking. <laughs> um, and like, it, it's hard to ignore just how how hard it's going to be for Bethesda to top themselves with this game. No matter what comes out, it's it. That's that's a that's an incredibly hard bar to jump. I feel like Maggie said everything that covers this topic. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, well, and it was I so in depth. Oh my like, god! Yeah, I know people who have spent literally a thousand hours exploring every nook and cranny of this game, and they'll still log in and find more things that they've never seen before. I'm gonna say shout out to the mods, like for example, the Randy Savage Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's also like the. I will say that that is actually a really good point. Is because of the mods, a lot of people got jobs uh over the years over the many iterations that uh, skyrim has gotten there have been some great uh quality of life changes like you can go in now and you can get like god rays on uh on some versions of the game and uh some people have actually changed it up to a third person action style game which is kind of amazing um and because of that people like th because of that modification bethesda's like hey we need you you're you're now employed. Come here. So I think that that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'm also really looking forward to Sky Oblivion. They there's like a whole team of mods that are updating Oblivion for like the Skyrim Ooh. engine and graphics and everything. It looks amazing. They've come a long way, but it's Sky Oblivion. Check it out. Nice. All right. All right. All right. Next one. Uh, me and Jay are gonna go. Toe to toe on this one. Uh, uh -oh. 40 is Resident Evil 4. Now, I will be a little nicer and I will say that it does belong on the list. Uh, 
Yes. But it doesn't I belong agree. here. Exactly. <laughs> like I said, Switch yeah. 4 with 2 Remake, and I am fine. Yeah. That's the only mistake this list... The most egregious... One of the most egregious mistakes this list made is 4 being at 40 and... Two remake being in the 80s. Just switch to two, and I am fine. No way, no how Resident Evil 4 is better than Resident Evil 2 remake. Resident Evil 4 ruined the series by turning the survival horror into um, third-person action, but the third-person action is what brought us Gears of War and a whole bunch of other great games. But to me, mm. Resident Evil 4 is not Resident Evil. It's the adventure of Leon. But yeah, switch, switch 4 with 2 remake, and we are good. Fuck you to anybody who wants to argue with me. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, I loved four for its time. Uh, back when it was on PS2, uh, I loved I loved the idea, but it, again, it wasn't because it was a horror game. It, it wasn't a horror game anymore. It was something. It was something so different. I feel like if it had a different title, it would have been a, a smash hit for Capcom. So no matter what, they were gonna win. Uh, but I agree. I think that. Uh, the 40 needs to be swapped to 80 and 80 needs to be swapped to 40 because T Remake is just that good. Yeah. Now, that well, being so said, I am still excited for the remake of 4. But that's that's another thing. Like, I really don't think 4 needs a remake because it still holds up alright. So I really don't know how much they can improve upon it, honestly. Given the style oh, of... I guess we'll have to just wait and see. Really. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. And we will definitely play it on Nerdcage Live. Gaming! <laughs> <laughs> on on like yeah that's like we're gonna prioritize it we'll probably play it on tuesday and friday just to you know just to get through it uh yeah, miss guardian what do you got on resident evil 4 and how do you feel about it at this placement i haven't played it so i'll, I'll take right. your word for it okay no that's fair that's fair oh this next one uh pretty garden you can take this next one here i'm pretty sure you're it's one of your specialties here well, so I haven't played this one either, and I'm actually ashamed of that because Shadow of the Colossus, I feel like, definitely deserves its place at number 39. There's a lot of, like, artistic and stylistic elements that were very strong in it, so it's it's definitely one that I would love to revisit at some point. I absolutely adore this game. Uh, for, for what when it came out on the PS2 to the PS, like, I think they did the remake on PS4. Oh, uh, yeah, like, that's one I played. Yeah. Um, like, there's actually very little difference. Like, they're like, obviously there are graphical upgrades, but the story is so simplistic. It's told in literal gibberish, but you understand exactly what's being said. The combat is also simplistic, but because of the nature of the combat, it's very it's very easy to pick up. Like, you know what you have to hit, you just have to find it. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's a beautiful game. It's yeah. stunning. I enjoyed it, and it does belong on the list. I'll Absolutely. I would say even 39 is a fair placement. Okay, that's what I was gonna be my yeah. question to all you, because I've never played, so is that, is that a good placement? Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. All right, moving on to 38, The Last of Us Part 2. <laughs> Is The Last of Us Part 1 further down on the list? I just looked I at 17. So. I certainly okay. hope so. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> um, you know, I would probably not even put this one on the list, and I would just keep Part 1 down there at its spot. Um, 
and we'll talk about that one when it comes up. Okay, okay. Uh, I did play Last of Us Part Two because I was excited for Last of Us, because of Last of Us Part One, um, and I understand what they were going for. And in a lot of places they succeed, but in a lot of places they fail. Um, and because of that, I'm actually okay with this placement. Uh, I would even actually put it a couple notches down, maybe in the uh, the low 40s. But I think it's definitely not its predecessor. Um, yeah, so drop it a few notches and I Do you think okay. it was a more influential game than Shadow of the Colossus? No, 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 no. I mean, like, I, uh, I would put it... Okay, maybe I'd drop it a little bit further than 40. Uh, okay. Okay, so yeah, like the, the I put it in the low 50s. Okay. I just had to scroll yeah. to like remind myself what was there. Um, yeah, that's my two cents. Yeah, I just couldn't take the fact that they killed off, you know, one of your most beloved characters and, you know, tried to Spoiler force you real world elements into it that really didn't need to be in there. But other than that, I mean, the gameplay and the graphics themselves, you know, were enough to make the game enjoyable for me. So okay. I do believe it belongs on the list. All right. All right. That being said, 37, Red Dead Redemption. Way too high. Way too high. And the fact that it's above um, the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, I think it's a little outrageous. I don't think... Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption belongs like in the 90s, 90s or 80s. I just, it's, it's Grand Theft Auto in, in the, in the Wild the West. Wild West yeah. Nothing original. Um, way too high. That's just my opinion. So, anyone want to fight me? Go ahead. I really like Red Dead Redemption, and I would still say that I kind of agree with you, Jay. It, it was a good game, but to your point, it's Grand Theft Auto on horses. So, mm -hmm. you know. It if was it made a little better when they, had, 80s, when they pushed that. the online. When they when, when they, they put online into it, I think that um, made it better. But like I said, I'm not saying it's a bad game by any stretch. It's just no. But it's at 37. Come on. Like, come on. Obviously, I mean, I'm think this is I think this is IGN playing a little bit favoritism towards Rockstar games or something. So, um, so yeah, I, that's all I got. Derek, what do you, what what about you? Uh, played it, loved it. I don't know that it necessarily belongs this high up Thank on you. Me, Thank on you. All right. So we're all in agreement. Great game, yeah. but 37 is way too generous. I mean, it's yes. it's above Silent Hill 2. That yeah. feels like a travesty. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. This next one, I'll get the chat hopping. Uh, 36 is Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, now that you've played it, you can actually weigh in. <laughs> First and foremost, <laughs> let me just say thank you uh, for making my first time memorable, everybody. <laughs> um, I'll say this. The, the game's controls have aged badly, but man, that was a great fucking story. It was a great fucking story. It was a wild ride. I absolutely enjoyed myself. Um, yeah, and Snake is definitely was in our Mount Rushmore of, uh, he didn't make the Mount Rushmore, but he was the honorable mention. So I'm fine with Metal Gear Solid being placed where it is. I just, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming one of the sequels is above it. I'm assuming. Mm. Okay. So I think it's fair placement. Uh, I'm glad, I'm 
I'm glad it's there. And like I said, it was one of the most compelling stories I've played in a long ass time. And that's all. That's all I got. I'm not. I'm not mad at the placement. Yeah, and all, all I can say is if Hideo Kojima ever starts making movies, I'm definitely going to the theater to watch them. I mean, he practically <laughs> already does. I know, right? <laughs> but yes, this belongs on the list for sure. This is definitely a classic. Yeah. Derek, Maggie, anything? Yeah. Nothing from me. I haven't played it. <laughs> That's all right. I just played for the first time just a couple months ago, so. Oh, cool. Uh, this was my introduction to the PlayStation 1. Uh, and it would follow me to this day. I, I love this game series. The franchise is fantastic. Hideo Kojima is either a crazed lunatic or a crazed genius, and I can't tell you which. Uh, the fact that he made, like, he, he blueprinted out the entire map system with Legos beforehand and then, like, would place cameras all around the Legos to be like, oh yeah, so this would be camera one and you would see Snake this way. Like, that's that's some kind of genius that I don't think we have a name for yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, and I won't go too much further because there is another entry and I um, it, from the series that I think is worthy placement. I also think that this is a pretty good spot too. Fair enough. Um, yeah. That's all I'll say. <laughs> all right, moving on to 35, Sid Meier's Civilization 4. I mean, as far as PC, okay, I'll say this. I've never played it, but as far as PC gaming goes, how is this above StarCraft, World of Warcraft, Sims? Like, how is See, this I'm, above I'm with it? I'm you on that. Yeah. That's, that's just weird to me. Like, again, it's not, I'm not a PC gaming guy, but I know Diablo and, you know, World of Warcraft and StarCraft uh. and... The Sims, I feel like, were bigger as far as influence on gaming than this. Yeah. So that's my I'll take. Agree. Anyway, I uh, agree. Yeah. I think. I mean, I definitely think Civilization deserves to be on the list. Like that franchise. I definitely not thirty-five though. Not above Starcraft. That's yeah. crazy. Absolutely, hundred percent. It should be. I'd probably put it in. If anything, if it's if it's gonna be on this list, I'd say in the '90s. Again, I think IGN got most of these games right. Just the placement is making us scratch our heads. Is why we're in the meat and potatoes here. Yeah. Joe, shall we move on? Yes, 34 is a game we are currently playing. Shameless plug: Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Oh my God! Yes. Good placement. Good pick. Possibly the best Nintendo 64 game. I love everything about this game. It's not perfect. I'll say that it's not perfect, but it's my second favorite Zelda game. And this is where the narrative took off. It fucked the timeline in a good way. And every single like Zelda game has some kind of like, um, you know, this had, this game had influence in all the Zelda games moving forward and really, really fleshed out you know, the characters, the races, Hyrule. Um, we, we, this is our, technically our first introduction to Ganon Dwarf, not just Ganon, Ganon Dwarf, the, the human form. Like, oh my God, this game's just... And even playing it last night, I was getting the feels, even though I was kind of going ham on the jokes and stuff, but it's this game still gives me the feels, and yeah, I'm, I am fine where it's placed. I mean, I'd even put it higher. Um... 
But there are other, there are better Zelda games that we will be discussing in a little bit. But I'm glad Ocarina Time's on here. And just remember, even if you were around, okay, Christmas 1998, this game was all the rage, okay? People were fist fighting trying to get this game for Christmas, okay? This game broke sales records at the time. This game ultimately, I want to go as far as saying it saved the Nintendo 64, because uh, Nintendo 64 was doing good, but this put Nintendo 64 at the pinnacle. And if I, if I have to pick the three best Nintendo 64 games, in my opinion, it's Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart 64, and uh, Perfect Dark. Because uh, I thought Perfect Dark was the better version of Goldeneye. But by all means, like this is like, it, I think this is the best Nintendo 64 game. It yeah, really I'll is. say this, the, the late 90s, it was the hardest time in my life to make a Christmas list. Because <laughs> there was so much good stuff out there. 1998 was a great year for gaming. Let's just get that yeah. out of the way. 1998 was a great year for gaming. It's often, it might be on the Mount Rushmore of like gaming years. It really is. Yeah. Um, all right. I said enough. So please, I want to hear what the two of you have to say about one of the greatest games ever. I don't have a lot to say on it. I just want to agree with you, Jay. This game really was, I, I mean, it was one of the games that shaped like the N64's success and, you know, the rest of the Zelda series to follow. So I, it deserves its spot. And you watched us last night. We saw you in the chat. So yeah, I what, popped in there. So any thoughts on like what you, not on us, I'm saying on the game. When you, when you were watching us play the game, what were, you, what were your thoughts on Ocarina of Time in general? Um, I like that it started incorporating a little a little more story in there. Like mm -hmm. there's kind of some, I don't know, deeper lore to the, the Zelda universe. Um, and then I also kind of like how it switched up the, the gameplay mechanics, like yeah. the fighting and the puzzles and the bosses and stuff. Mm -hmm. I felt like that was really cool to watch. And I think especially for a game of its time. Yeah. Like I, I there's was really nothing else like that on the market at that time. Yeah, like I said, I feel like it's the best narrative as far as a Zelda game. It's not the best Zelda game, but I think it's the best Zelda narrative. Derek, before we move on, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Frankly, you guys have said it all. I I love the game. I didn't get my hands on it until, quote unquote, fairly recently. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you guys have said it all for me. Okay, where would you put this among the rest of the Zelda series? As I haven't played a lot of the Zelda franchise. So, from all the games you've played so far? Uh, probably where it is. Um, I would definitely put it top five. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And uh, Probably top two. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on to 33, which is Minecraft. <laughs> oh, boy. The, 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 the highest selling video game of all time. Yes, it is. <laughs> Fun fact, that's true. It's, it's officially, I think, was it last year or the year before it became the highest of all time? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, I, a lot of digging. Have you. That's, uh, that's a lot of yeah. digging. That's all I can remember from playing it. So, um, I love the world building in it. Like, there are a lot of people out there that are very creative. I just saw somebody the other day that, uh, made, what's his, what's the dragon's name in Dragon Ball Z? Oh, Shenron? Yeah, somebody made an entire full-size Shenron in, uh, in Minecraft. Wow. Oh, yeah, that was, was beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think Minecraft taps into that same creative part of the human brain that like playing with Legos does. And so for that, I think it's a really awesome concept. Um, and I think it definitely deserves its spot. Absolutely. I'm conflicted. It, does it belong on the list? Absolutely. It's the highest selling game of all time. I just... Mm, 33 seems a little much. I'd say maybe 50. Somewhere in the 50s. Yeah. That's just me. I agree. All right, Joe. This one's all you. <laughs> this one's all, all 32 you. 32 is Halo Combat Evolved, the original. Definitely belongs on this list. I believe it should be... I, I haven't seen the rest of the list. I haven't skimmed through the through the top ones yet. But if there aren't any other Halos on this list, this belongs a hell of a lot higher. <laughs> I feel that Halo. Okay, as far as first person shooters is concerned, I already discussed that it was it was really Doom and Wolfenstein that really started the craze. Goldeneye like revolutionized it even better. I think Halo was the next one. I think Halo after Goldeneye. I mean, yes, there was other shooters after that, but it was Halo was like the next step of like yeah, and I'll, shoot of shooting games. I'll say the the first Halo introduced us to the story that is the Halo, but Halo Two is what started Xbox Live. Yes, there wouldn't. I mean, that was the game that propelled Xbox Live to the popularity it got. Them, yeah, so. And I'm assuming Halo is okay. I hate. To, I haven't looked at the list in a while. Is Halo Two further up, or no? Because if it isn't, then I think Halo Two should be there instead of Halo One, just because of what you just said. Oh, it's, it's about it. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Then fine. Okay, then Halo. 2, then Halo is fine, and it's it's Microsoft. It's basically Microsoft's Mario. Yeah. You know, it's it it absolutely belongs where it is. That's that's all I got. Art did an I Master Chef. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. If there's nothing else on Halo, 31 is Half Life. Never played. <laughs> Don't kill me, y'all. I played Half Life 2, which I believe is also further down on the list. I have not played Half Life 1. I'm also currently playing uh, Half Life Alex in VR. Fantastic. Okay, okay. Anything else on uh, half? Okay, Derek, you seem to be the one that knows the most about it. Good placement, bad placement? Uh, Considering considering what it did for PC gaming, uh, as, as to put, uh, to use your analogy, the, uh, <laughs> he would be a uh, Gordon Freeman will basically be the, the the Mario for PC gaming. Okay. So uh, I think a little higher would be justified. Not by much. Maybe like 20. Okay. Okay. I agree with you, Derek. That works. Oh, here uh, we go. The All right. Wait, number wait, wait, 30 wait, 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 wait. Maggie, have you played Half-Life? Yes. Um, well, so I was eight years old when it came out. So I, I played it as a youngster. Like I was between <laughs> eight and 10 years old. Um, but... It was a very influential game for its time on PC and kind of within that like sci-fi shooter horror genre. Like, I don't feel like we'd have games like Dead Space and, and stuff like that if Half-Life didn't have the success that it had. Um, so I, I, I agree with its placement. I also agree that somebody who like loves this genre could probably argue it up a little higher. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. So number thirty is Final Fantasy fourteen. It's just amazing that we're on the third Final Fantasy game, and yet seven was the lowest one. But that's all I got on that. But it's it's cool if you're a Final Fantasy fan, you got three out of one hundred. You're three percent. Like wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't speak to this one because of what happened with uh, World of Warcraft. I do not touch MMORPGs. I just don't. Like I have friends who are like, "Hey man, we really get." You really like 14, and I'm like, I believe you. That's why I'm not touching it. <laughs> because fact of the matter is, is I, I I get way too addicted into games like that, and I don't I I have a job now. I have a life. Like if I get if I fall into that, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I just know myself too well. It's not that it's a bad game. It's just that I'm a bad player. Okay. Okay. Miss Guardian. So. I think there's something kind of funky happening with there being all these Final Fantasies on here and like the placement of them or whatever. Um, I don't personally love Final Fantasy 14, but when it launched, it was a total shit show of a game. Like the gameplay really kind of sucked and there was a lot of like bugs and like weird stuff with it. But the developers basically went back and like reworked the game from the ground up in the chat um i think it was doomzilla mentioned a realm reborn that was their their first like a year later after they had fixed the game and, and relaunched it it was a realm reborn so I, I think there's a lot of people a lot of people who really love this game probably more so than a lot of the other mmorpgs out okay. there and i'm just like like I said, I'm just baffled of the... Again, I'm not mad at it being here. I just think it's just a weird order. That's all. That's just Oh, me. I agree completely. I... Yeah. All right. 29 is Doom. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> I... Yes. Doom absolutely had to be on this list. I feel like this is the game that just was the birth of first-person shooters as we know it. What's amazing, 1994, and this game still holds up. It yeah, there does. you go, Dunzo. You made the list. <laughs> there he is, finally. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm happy with its placement. I even dare say it should be in the teens. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Lars? Sorry, he's like about to knock my computer over. <laughs> I don't know if you can see. I don't know if you guys can see him right. Oh, now he's gone. <laughs> Lars is like, I think it needs to be lower, just like this laptop. <laughs> and he, he messed up my camera, too. There. Um, but yes, Doom. Awesome placement. It's worthy. I, that's all I got if anybody wants to, you know, speak on it. The first time I played Doom was way back in the day on a DOS computer. I think it had, like, I don't know, four to six hard disks that were used to install it. Mm -hmm. I, it's a great game. It deserves its five. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm, I'm thinking with Maggie on this one where my first experience, this was my Grand Theft Auto for a long time. This was the game I was not allowed to play. This was my taboo. So to like actually get my hands on it when nobody was looking was already a crime in and of itself. But to like rip and tear through your opponents with a freaking chainsaw and, and like it. Yeah, I, I have no words. I think it, I think I agree that it does belong to uh, a little bit higher just because of the prestige yes has. i would put it like at 17 or something that would that's where i would put it yeah yeah i'm like i said it's yeah i think we're all in agreement like i think this is one of the 
rare cases of nerd cage unanimous decisions here. <laughs> All right. All right. 28 is Tetris. <laughs> I can't hate on that. I love Tetris. <laughs> I cannot hate on this at all. Um, yeah, I got, I got nothing. And dude, Tetris ninety nine. Anyone? <laughs> and when I go I, to gaming conventions, I still see people doing like Tetris tournaments and stuff all the time, which I think yeah. is fun. Yeah, that's it's awesome. It's OG. It, it absolutely it belongs is. on here. And I think, dare I say. It's it, it launched the Game Boy, you know. It's yeah, yeah, and like it doesn't matter. There's been so many reiterations. Okay, personally, my favorite Tetris is Tetris Attack, um, on Super Nintendo, but it's really not Tetris per se. Um, but it's a pure Tetris. Like you can't go wrong with Tetris. Tetris two, um, and Tetris ninety nine is the fucking shit, dude. I'm telling you, anyway, listen. If anybody has a Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Switch Online, Tetris ninety nine is free. All right, get on it. Now, confession, I've never won a Tetris 99 match. The highest I got was 13. But my God, is it fucking fun. <laughs> yes. I, that's all, all I got. Right. So, 27 is Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Go ahead, uh, Derek. Uh, well, actually, I'm going to take a quick step back. Uh, does anybody else want to say anything on this? All right, uh, Snake I, Eater is probably sorry. probably my second favorite Metal Gear Solid game. That being said, I haven't played four or five all the way through, so I can't really lump them in with that. But of the first three games, I think it's my second favorite. This is my favorite Metal Gear Solid game. Beyond questionable doubt, beyond reason, this is... This is a masterpiece of the PS2. Uh, just how much they were able to cram into this itty bitty disc. Um, the amount of Easter eggs. Uh, one of my personal favorites. I, I, I'll I talk about it a little uh, in my uh, my upcoming video, but uh, you can actually kill one of the bosses without ever firing a shot. All you need to do is save your game, change the uh, clock forward one year, and he dies of old age. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. There's other crazy things, like there's actually a mini game. If you pass out at a certain point in the game, you get a scrapped idea Kojima just snuck into the code uh, of three. And that's not even getting into the story. That's not even getting into like some of the great nods. There's a Godzilla reference in there because Snake had never heard of Godzilla and it had come out right around that time. Oh, oh my awesome. God. Uh, the amount of replayability. I must have played that game like seven, eight times. And it was different every single time. Mm -hmm. Jay, you talked about not being able to play uh, stealth games because uh, you, you prefer to like go in Rambo. Yes. You can go in Rambo. Okay, you can okay. Go in Rambo. That is a valid strategy. I'm actually generally looking forward to playing Metal Gear Solid 3 on Nerd Cage Live. Say it with me, everybody. Gaming. <laughs> um, but I, I'm gonna do right by this franchise, and I'm gonna play. We're gonna play two first, and then three. I'll say yeah. this right here, right now. Even though we have the rest of 2022 planned, 2023 we will play Metal Gear Solid 2. I promise. That may actually be the first game we play in January. Honest, honestly, um, I'm generally looking forward to getting the three. Um, 
So, but yeah, but we gotta do Sons of Liberty first. But we're gonna do Sons of Liberty, yeah. and then we'll eventually we will eventually get to three. You got the you got the goat uh, Phil Lamar doing vamp in that one. So uh, get get excited. That's a fun one. Yeah, I am. I am. You know, you've got you've all sold me on Metal Gear Solid. You've all sold me on it. As much yeah. as I crap on the game, the the the, the controls. Everybody told me that Metal Gear Solid 2 onward, the controls are great. And yeah. that's good to know. Yeah. All right. All right. So, 26, Half-Life Alex. I think that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> I think that this one got, like, sparkle points for being on VR. And I don't necessarily think that it's better than any of the other Half-Life games. So, I, I feel like it... If it were to be on the list, I don't think it should be at 26. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I I do actually agree. Um, I agree that I probably made it this far because that it is VR. That said, it is actually a surprisingly deep VR game. Like, for a lot of VR, it's still kind of in jank mode. They're still working to make it a bit more viable. That's but true. in... Alex's case, like when you look at something like a Coke can, it's not grafted to the environment. You can pick it up, you can throw it, you can pull, you can pop a shot at it and watch the physics take over. It all and it flows seamlessly. Um, that said, I don't know that it belongs over uh, Half Life because it the original because of the prestige Half Life has. Okay. Well said. Right. Well said. Oh. 25, Jay. <laughs> 25 is God of War. <laughs> I don't think he liked it. <laughs> Boy, did I have a fucking blast with you guys. Again, you guys made my first time memorable. You guys were awesome. Everybody in the chat was awesome. Joe, you were awesome. I cannot wait to get into the rest of the series. And... I am definitely sold on this franchise, and to me, Kratos is definitely the PlayStation representative. I'm perfectly fine with God of War being at 25. Maybe a little generous, but I, I, I'm not mad at the 25 placement. Yeah. Anyone else? I I agree. I love this game. It's the, it, much like... Um, Metal Gear Solid, this was the game that got me into uh, this franchise in particular. Uh, I hesitate to say anymore, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I do love this game. Excellent. All right, Pretty Guardian, anything? No. Um, I, I think the, the God of War name is a, a huge franchise, and it deserves its spot at 25. Okay. All right. 24 is Chrono Trigger. Chrono <laughs> Trigger is such a great game. Yep. I, I used to love it as a kid. Just the the colorful fantasy graphics and the the action RPG gameplay. It was lovely. Hands down, one of the best titles on Super Nintendo. Um, definitely, I still think Mario RPG is better. Sorry, I'm a Mario guy, but Chrono Trigger is probably like like right there with as far as like RPG goes on Super Nintendo it's right there um I'm fine with it being at 24 I'm a little I'm a little surprised I'm surprised being that it wasn't like the sorry pretty guard it really it wasn't like a super smash hit 
on right. Super Nintendo, so I'm kind of su surprised it's high as it is. Oh, oh, okay. You came at me sideways on that one. I, th I thought, <laughs> so I would actually argue that Chrono Trigger probably deserves to be closer to number one. This is one of the most influential JRPGs of all yeah. time. Um, just like, it, and really the, the people who created it, like they had the dream team as far as like the yeah. story writers, the, the music composers. I, it doesn't, I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised to hear it, you say that. It's a great game. Oh, I, it's a great game. I'm not mad at it. I'm just, I'm just, like I said, just based on like, uh, as far as like the other Super Nintendo games go, it wasn't, like I said, it really wasn't like the highest selling game. And then that's why I'm just a little surprised it's at I mean, 24. I, 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 I think what Jay is getting at is that it, this was marketed more heavily in Japan than it was here. Yeah. So we so. had kind of a, an issue here in the West as far as bringing over a lot of those JRPGs, um, and I, I don't really know what the deal was with that. Yeah. No, it's it's an amazing game. I'm happy. I'm happy it's there. I am. Okay. Derek, anything on Chrono Trigger? I had maybe 10 games on the Super Nintendo as a kid. This was not one of them. I've missed this boat and everything I hear about it is like, yes, I love the idea of this game, but I've never actually sat down and played it. Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna message to uh, Nintendo. Please, re bring this on the Switch. Please, yeah. like remake it. Cause they, the uh, Chrono, um, what was the one on PlayStation? Chrono. The other one, uh, let's see. Chrono Cross? Yeah. Chrono Cross, yeah. So they remade yeah. Chrono Cross, but they, but they ignored Chrono Trigger. Shame on you, Nintendo. Um, yes. That, that just shows you how influential the name is. I've never played the games, but I know them in chronological order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> All right, 23 is Portal. Uh, this is a triumph. It deserves to be here. Um, love the game. It's even better with uh, friends. Yeah, I'll agree with that. All right, I got nothing. Anything on Portal? I think that the the gameplay for Portal, as far as the puzzles and the physics and everything, really speaks for itself. It's a great game and deserves to be at number twenty-three. All righty, twenty-two is my favorite Street Fighter of all time. Street Fighter Me Two. two. <laughs> Good choice, Joe. <laughs> well, Street Fighter Two Turbo, to be exact, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> Hard to argue, a fantastic roster, great locales, um, a substantial improvement over its uh, predecessor. Uh, what more can I say? This game is excellent, and it is probably the big uh, Street Fighter game I am most familiar with. Jay? More combat's <laughs> better! <laughs> oh. I was gonna say, if there's any direct competitor with Mortal Kombat, this is the one. Oh, <laughs> uh, it, it pains me as a diehard Mortal Kombat fan to see Street Fighter 2 this far above Mortal Kombat. That's all. It, it, it's a, yeah, it's that... a stab in my heart right now to see it. Like I'm like, oh god, like really? Ow, how, why? <laughs> I hear you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I. I I feel your pain, Jay. Yes, it's, it's painful <laughs> for me. It really is. Uh, I, All right, I, maybe I, maybe I can maybe I can lighten your mood a little bit with the next one. Twenty-one is Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> All right. Um. Good placement. 
it's a good placement because I'm just gonna tell you there there were better. I understand. I understand what it did for game. It, it saved the gaming industry. Let's get that out of the way. It saved when ET and Atari fucked everything up. Nintendo and that glorious plumber saved it. Everybody, I don't care what kind of games you're into, you owe Mario your thanks. Oh my God, thank you Mario for like having video games, allowing video games to fucking exist. But Jesus. <laughs> Later on, there, there are two Mario games we're going to discuss. I am fine with Mario being at 21. I. Ugh, I, I'm fine with it being 21. I might. Oh, I think maybe it should belong in the teens, but I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. If I'm taking my personal bias, I'm fine with it. But yes, um, I think I think it's a good placement. We're going to really get into it in the next few Mario entries. Yeah, and I, I agree with Derek. Mario is the Italian Jesus plumber of <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and it still holds up. Can we get together? The game still yeah, holds up. It does. I mean, it you does. got Mario Brothers 35, which, my God, Nintendo Switch, bring that back. That was great. They got rid mm -hmm. of it. Bring it back. Like, please bring back Mario Super Mario 35. For those who don't know what Mario 35 was, it's like Tetris 99, but the Mario version of it. it but you're going against 35 other pe 34 other people playing a, a Mario randomizer. Okay, it is really, really good. Um... The fact that we still see speed runs, the fact that like the game's been remade several times with better graphics, um, but even when you play the OG original, it still holds up. Like mm -hmm. it, it, it controls for its time. For its time, it controls pretty well. Um, I'm a Luigi guy, um, but yeah, I'm just just I'm sure he that appreciates out there. That. Mario still, <laughs> Mario still everything. So. Yeah. Uh, Maggie All right, so okay, I think go it's ahead. a great game, and you all said it best. Yep. <laughs> Number twenty is Undertale. I don't even know what Undertale is. Okay, so Undertale is an indie go. game in like the JRPG style, like an old school style, and I. I think that for like being developed by one person who did the soundtrack, the gameplay, everything to it, I think it's an amazing game. For one person, they did a phenomenal job on it. Absolutely. It subverted a lot of like traditional RPG tropes and, and it had a lot of like really unique features like being able to play your little mini game to go through boss battles instead of like actually fighting. Um, I don't think it deserves to be number 20. I think it should be... Um, maybe like up in the 60s or 70s. Okay. Uh, when we were talking about um, Earthbound earlier, this was the game I was thinking of that it was um, inspired by. Yeah, um, definitely. And yeah, I agree with Maggie on every point. Um, I believe it does deserve to be lower, but there's a lot, a lot to be applauded here. Yes. Uh, Toby Fox knows how to make a soundtrack. Uh, so so much so Nintendo actually hired him to do some of the battle themes for the Pokemon that came out that year. Oh, good for them. Yeah, uh, it was a great call too because I think he did the, um, uh, the the stadium like chants for I think it was I forget which Pokemon that was, but that that track bops. Oh, it's so good. Um, I'm but gonna have to look into that now. It, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. Um, that said, lower placement, excellent game. Okay. All right. 
Number 19 is Bloodborne. I don't know. Sorry. I don't even know what that is either. I think Derek can take this one. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm excited, but I am waiting. I haven't played it. Jump in there. <gasps> this is one of my all-time favorite games. I fucking love this game so goddamn much. <laughs> it brings so, me joy to see you have joy. Just saying. Oh, my God. So... Demon Souls was my first introduction to the like this style of difficulty. Um, and I remember screaming at the top of my lungs like, I, I, I can't do this. But I kept persevering and I kept pushing through my I can't do this is for every single boss, for every single mini boss. And it just progressively got better. And then we got this little gem called Bloodborne. Now, because we're getting to know the, the new cast here, know this about me. I love this Victorian era gothic look uh, Bloodborne has. It hits every note perfectly. The monsters are macabre and morose, and they have these like wonderful backstories that are also terribly tragic. It has one of the best DLCs I've ever played with. Uh, uh, David, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I will tell you that uh, Lady Maria, the Astral Clock Tower, is one of my all-time favorite fights because of how beautiful and cinematic it truly is. You need, need, need to play this game if you have a PS4. Do it. <laughs> right. I think that was beautifully said. <laughs> so... That being said, we're gonna move on to 18, which is Bioshock. Oh my God, I I like Bioshock. I, I'm shocked, no pun intended, that it's this goddamn high on the list. I, wow, 18 is very generous for Bioshock. It is. Let's get that out. Even I think even nope. the most Bioshock Bioshock fans would even admit nope. that 18 is way too high. Gotta disagree. Really. Really? Explain yourself. I am going to be a gentleman and let the others speak first. Okay. I agree with Jay on this one. I think it's another example of a great game that I think probably should have been maybe in like the 30s or 40s. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm very eager to hear what you have to say about it. I'm just making sure of one thing before we get any further. Because if it's... Okay. This is, as of right, as what I'm seeing, the only Bioshock representation we have on the list. And that deserves shame. Uh, only because Bioshock Infinite is, is the superior game. Uh, it has an excellent twist ending, uh, wonderful gameplay, interesting characters throughout. Uh, would go on to inspire another one of my favorite games. I think 18 is actually perfect placement. I okay. think it, I think it deserves 18. I'm not mad. It's on the list. It's just yeah, I'm scratching yeah. my head at 18. That's all. I'm actually, I'm actually mad that Infinite isn't in its place. Okay. And if it was Infinite, it would, it would need to be much higher. Okay. All right. All righty. So, 17 is The Last of Us, the original. Oh, y'all, go ahead. Go ahead. Floor is yours. I'm, I'm just staying out of this one. I, so, I for me, 
I was really impressed by how cinematic this game was. This is one of the first games that I've ever sat down and played through where it actually felt like I was playing a movie. And that was a really incredible experience. So for that, hesitantly, I'd, I'd say 17, I can see it. I can see it. Okay, okay. Yeah. As a jaded 20 something, when I tell you the first like 20 minutes actually made me cry, that that is nailing your story and your character's motivation superbly. And in such a way that it was so beautifully acted. Uh, and then we just, we see the development throughout Joel's life afterwards. Um, Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson do a super, stupendous job as these characters like they're so good they they were almost like forced to make the sequel because of just their performances alone um i even I had agree. the pleasure i uh, i even had the pleasure of seeing them do this on stage where they actually recreated a lot of the scenes oh, from nice. the game oh that's cool with the original cast and i loved it it was so fantastic um the just the the like uh, scarcity of ammo uh, made it reminded me a lot of the uh, the bygone days of Resident <laughs> Evil's one, two, and three, and felt very survival horror. So like when you had to make a shiv on the fly, it made sense and it felt good to do. Um, and then the the online was actually it, it was tacked on and was, it, but it was free, but mm. it was a good multiplayer experience. I would say. Um, and with all of that, I yeah, think, I, I think I would, I would put a top 10, um, though there are definitely some of these that I think would also belong in top 10. I'm looking down a little bit further. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I would, I would, st I stand by that. I think top 10 is where it deserves okay. to be. Yeah, I agree. This game had awesome immersion and, you know, it was able to move me more than most games. So, yeah, I, I agree with Derek. And that being said, 16 is The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. <laughs> okay. I get The Witcher, how popular it is as, an, as an, a franchise, but 16, really? Not a come on above Mario Brothers above some of the one Last of Us. Ugh, I... Let's move Mario up here, Skyrim to where Mario was, and The Witcher Three to where Skyrim was, and then I'll be okay with it. Okay, so we're all in agreement that Witcher Three's placement is generous. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I yeah. I did play it through end to end. It's the best game of Gwent I've ever played. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that said, uh, this was my first introduction into the Witcher franchise. I don't know if I'm alone in that, uh, but I kind of felt like I was watching the first Star Wars for the first time, where I was kind of be being introduced to these characters and their lives midway through their yeah. story. Um, I thought Geralt was a particularly interesting character, and I like I loved yeah. learning about all the monsters. I love 
I love this game. I recommend it to everyone. Yeah. I don't know that 16 is a fair placement. Okay. So, again, a nerd cage agreement. 16 is generous. Again, we're not bashing the game, but just the way oh, no. you got just based on Mario Brothers and the way you guys were talking about Last of Us, Bioshock, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, I'm definitely scratching my head here. Yeah. All right, 15. Halo 2. Listen. A multiplayer masterpiece. I think it's safe to say that not only all of us were there, everybody in the chat was there when Xbox Live went live and all the, what Halo did, Halo 2 did for the industry. I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm not a Halo, like, I'm not a diehard Halo fan. By all, even though I'm an Xbox guy, I'm not a big Halo guy. I enjoyed the series, by the way. But I understand it. It belongs. It belongs right there. It does. I will never forget playing, uh, doing multiplayer with my buddy. We were doing the story mode. We weren't doing uh, online matches. And there was a bit where we were we were tapped out. We were like, okay, man, I, I don't think I can do this anymore. And then we got to that level with the scarabs walking over the city. And then the, the soundtrack kicks in, and then the guitar riff. Breaking Benjamin! Suddenly, Let's go! And suddenly, <laughs> we were revived. We got second win, and we took those bastards down. It was great. I work out to blow me away all the fucking time, so yeah. Oh, no, I'm just talking about the theme with the new guitar riff in it. Like, so, it was... Da, 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 yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah, forget yeah. about it. Forget about it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and... uh. I'll say I, I used to be just a campaign guy until my brother really started getting me into the Halo 2 multiplayer and everything. He he was so good with it that he actually was on the verge of a sponsorship from Monster Energy to go to New York City and actually play in a tournament. And my parents couldn't afford to send him. So, but that being said, I mean, that games are fucking masterpiece. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So we're all, we're all, masterpiece. We're all yeah. okay with the placement then. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Number 14, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. <laughs> yeah, Metroidvania, enough said. It, it's that I think it's a good placement. Um maybe a bit generous, but I I'm not mad at 14. I'd argue a bit generous. Especially considering the games that we've discussed before. Yeah. I think, like I said, just based on the genre of the side-scrolling Metroidvania, um, like I said, I'm fine with it. I'm not, again, I, I might lean towards what you just said, Derek, that it's generous. So um, that, that's all I really got, really. Um, I agree that 14 for Castlevania Symphony of the Night is a little bit generous. Going from the first two Castlevania games, I felt like they were almost like clunky and like hard to play yeah. in a way. And, and this is like, I grew up playing those games as they came out. And then when I got to Symphony of the Night, being able to run around as Alucard and like use his abilities and stuff, that was the slickest shit ever <laughs> for, for like that time and that style of game or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I do still think 14 is a little generous. I think it should be at maybe around 20. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, boy. <laughs> is Hades. <laughs> Miss Guardian, 
please, and please plug your video as well. Okay, thank you. Over on my channel, um, youtube.com slash prettyguardian, I have a review of the game Hades. This is an action RPG in kind of a, almost a similar like style of gameplay, I think in some ways as like Symphony of the Night, but not really, it's a totally different thing. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't expecting to like this one. I, I normally play more like turn-based and stuff like that, but Hades was just so well done. It has beautiful graphics, a really good soundtrack, um, and, and an interesting story with like voice actor, voice acting and stuff. 10 out of 10 for me. Um, and I it's, think it's it an indie game. That's what's just amazing. Yes. Like, 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 like right. four people worked on it or something. It was, it was a really small team. Um, under 25 people for like the whole game. But, Still, yeah. This this right. is like a landmark achievement in indie gaming. Um, let me just say this: I was sold. On, I haven't played it. I have it right here. Still sealed. I haven't played it yet. I was sold when I saw the Nintendo Direct. But Pretty Guardian, when I saw your video, you assured me that I made the right decision, and I cannot wait to get into it. And the reason why I'm waiting. So I want to make sure that I have no distractions. I need to get all my other games done. I need to, have to make sure all, I'm caught up with all my nerd case material, all my jewel. I want to be able to enjoy this, all right, and take it all in. I don't want to just. Are like, you going to do it live for us or on Ooh, your own? If yeah. Joe, I would absolutely love to play it live, actually. Yeah, so, do that. Do that. But yes. Um, now. I'll play anything you want me to play, Jake. <laughs> 13. Now, 13. How do you feel about it? Be, be honest. How do you feel about it at 13? 13 is maybe a little bit generous, um, but I, I do think it's it's so well executed mm -hmm. that I, I do think it deserves to be placed pretty close to here. I'm really, really excited, just so you know. And I'm not, I haven't played, and I'm not gonna even dare say anything bad about it either. So I'm really, again, I even just looking at the box art, like it's really, it's a nice looking game. And I like the art, like, yeah, I cannot yeah. wait. I'm really, I'm really excited to get into this. I really am. Like I said, I want to take my time and enjoy this one. So, um... so I've played uh, a lot of Super Giants other games. Uh, Bastion uh, is the one that jumps to mind, and I, I've not played as much of Hades as I'd like, but the little bit that I have, I totally understand why it would be a ten out of ten. Uh, and I am looking forward to like actually getting to the the meat of it, and I, I've died like maybe 12 times but each time i'm just like okay now i know to do a little bit better now i know oh, you're gonna die like now. 100 or more oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> i don't i don't expect i'm gonna beat it anytime soon but every time i die it's like i i don't see it as a punishment i see it as like okay now i know what to do a little bit better now and just like get a little bit better as the game progresses and that was like one of the beautiful things about it. Like, I don't like a punishing game. Like, I, a Soulsborne would be hell for me. Oh yeah. Um, but this game, you die, and your character gets a little bit stronger. It unlocks a little bit more of the story. You get it's, mm. it, it's just so integral to the gameplay loop that it doesn't feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a very brilliant way to deal with something as immense as Hades is. Okay. Well, right. again, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. All right, let's go on. I'm just going to address this one thing. Uh, Doomzilla says, in terms of indies, check out Blasphemous. Oh, yeah. Um, very much akin to uh, the Bloodborne uh, aesthetic. It's more, it, it, graphically speaking, it's more of a GBA game, actually. 
um, which is really interesting. And uh, it has quite a lot going for it. I don't want to say anything more, um, but he's right. Give it a give it a looky-loo. Okay. All right. And at number 12, we have Grand Theft Auto V. No surprise here. <clears throat> I'm not I'm not I'm not a fan. I don't Sorry. I don't enjoy the series. I I'm not a fan of it. It doesn't do anything for me. But I understand the fan base. I understand how big it is. It's I get it. Um that being said, I'm not mad at the placement, but I have no interest in playing it. I have. I actually 100 percented this game. Um I really enjoyed the characters. Everybody was unique um, in terms of like their ability to bounce off of each other. It felt like a Tarantino movie uh, that I was just able to put my input in. That said, I do think 12 is pretty generous. Um, I think that I stand by San Andreas being a little bit better uh, just because of how customizable San Andreas is versus Grand Theft Auto uh, 5. Yep. Um, there's a yeah, lot. I, I think what they what they're going on here is uh, the online. And the online is great and all, but like when I was playing it, it you could cheese it real easily. And yeah. the, there was a real frustrating aspect of it where like you pop in and you're like, okay, I have this plan for what I'm trying to do. I'm gonna, and then you get run the fuck over by a tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the frustration of like. It, like us playing Fortnite, right? Where it's just like, oh, I'm gonna go do this thing. This 12 year old has something they want to say about my mother, and also just violate my court. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I I don't. The online is fine, uh, but I was there for the story, and the story was fine. Um, actually, it was a lot of fun. But I feel like Andreas was better. That's just my that's just that's my okay. potential hot take. Okay. Well said. All right, so number 11, Super Mario Brothers 3. It's the second greatest Mario game of all time, and I stand by it. Um, I will say this. There's a reason why it's not my number one Mario game, and clearly replaying it on Nerd Cage Live, everybody say it with me. Gaming. Gaming. <laughs> I was like, but I got there. The game controls like ass. Um, yeah, the, Joe, back me up on this. Can oh, yeah, we agree yeah. that between the other Mario game we're about to discuss in the near future in, in this in this list, controls a lot better? I don't think. What? <laughs> I don't think we even ended up finishing this one. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> the game has its problems, but it's the best NES game ever made. And come on, the wizard, anyone? Like, and it, I think it's, I think to this day, if I'm not mistaken, it's the highest selling Mario game ever, still. And the highest selling NES game, still. Um, and I like the, and I think what, what makes this Mario game special, besides the diverse worlds, is the abilities and the Koopa, Koopa Kids. Um, yes. Clearly, Mario Brothers Three was a was a pivotal point in the franchise, but it wasn't the best one. Yeah. That that being said, at number eleven, um, I can live with that. Okay. Anybody else want to chime in on Mario Three? 
Nah, I agree with you, it. and I can live with it at 11. Thank you. Now, before we get to the top 10, uh, shameless plug real quick. If you haven't already, please check out our Tee Public as our... And it's live, and you can buy a Nerd Cage merchandise. So that being said, check out this the Nerd Cage Live logo with the strength of geek knowledge on the back. Look fly when you go out. You can get this in black, blue, whatever, any color you want. Now, if you're feeling frisky or humorous or what have you, the Nerd Cage Live Pornhub parody shirt. Yes. So please pick up your Nerd Cage Live merchandise. You won't regret it. In men's and ladies, any size, any color. Hell yeah. <laughs> Joe, let's move on. All right, we have reached the top 10. And at Here number we 10, go. we have Disco Elysium. What the fuck it. is Disco Elysium? <laughs> Someone explain to me. A CRPG style game, like Baldur's Gate, set in a modern time type of thing. Oh, okay. It has a lot of like story and I don't know different like options that you can make. I people say it's amazing. I I can't fathom how it could be at number ten now. Okay, I gotta agree. Uh, only be, I, I I don't know anything about the game. That said, I, has anybody here played it? No. Nope. Might be better to just move on. But that said, like, how could something that, like, very few people have played be top 10? That's, that's, that's a good strange. question. That strikes me as strange, but we'll continue on. All right. I, I'm already having a problem with this top 10 already, but all right. <laughs> all righty. Number nine is Half Life 2. I think that Half-Life 2 should be up where Half-Life Alex is, and I think Half-Life Alex should be up further, maybe not on the list at all. I don't know. Uh, I I don't know that I necessarily agree with that, but I do believe that it does need to be further down. But yeah, it, it's it's hard to ignore that Half-Life 2 is considered the best for a reason. Um. That said, I don't know that those reasons necessarily hold water in the in modern times. I wonder. I, I don't think it's above Alex, but I think it's pretty close. It should be pretty close to it. Okay. There's no way it should be at nine. No. Yeah. Uh, no way I, it should I, be nine, I, and then I feel the same way about the next entry here. There are a lot of games right. that deserve to be higher up. I agree. At eight, we have another Red Dead Redemption. We have Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay, I, I get it. Red Dead Redemption 2 is better than Red Dead Redemption 1, but number eight of all time? No. No way. No fucking way. Nope. Can't speak to a game I haven't played. I don't I don't. Think so. I can't imagine it being number eight, though. Yeah. All right. We... Okay, here we go. <laughs> Joe, let's... Please, let's get to number seven. <laughs> all right, number seven for Jay is super mario 64. <laughs> okay please i want everyone to hear this um uh -oh. now i'm uh -oh. obviously me and joe the or the elder statesman here but just understand there are only a very few points in my life very few points in my life where i see a game for the first time and i'm blown away like i cannot believe what i'm seeing i cannot believe what i'm playing i cannot believe this this and that one of those times was Donkey Kong Country. The, the next time 
was Super Mario 64. Now, granted, it has aged, all right? But please understand, in 1996, seeing Mario in 3D, voiced by Charles Marnay, like, seeing this game, it was mind-blowing to see. It was just colorful. It was amazing. It flowed nicely. The camera control, I oh, my God. It was amazing. And to, to bring Mario from 2D to 3 well, there was Mario RPG, but... As far as platforming goes, and collectathons go, we got Mario from 2D to 3D. This was a pivotal point in gaming history. It launched Nintendo 64. 3D gaming was never has never, like, it changed 3D gaming forever. Um, I am fine with it here at number seven. Again, it's it's not even close to my favorite Mario game. Um, it's not even the best 3D Mario game. I think Mario Odyssey, honestly, Mario Odyssey is. Um, but man, and don't, don't Super forget, Mario you can 64. push a penguin off a cliff. Yeah, that too. <laughs> jump in the overworld, jumping into paintings. The idea of you jumping into paintings, into other worlds. Um, the fucking Bowser fight. My God, and that fucking music and swinging the bastard by the tail. Holy fuckaroni! <laughs> Please understand, this was one of the few instances in my life as a child. I was ten. It was, it was an incredible sight to behold. If you weren't there, you wouldn't understand. If you were not born in the 80s, you would not fucking get it. Okay? Understand that this was a pivotal point in gaming history. It was a pivotal point in Nintendo history. Mario's, it like... And the game, the game still holds up gameplay-wise, yes. But it doesn't... But graphically, now... You know, it, it, me at 35 now, I mean, some it's just... Whoa, what happened? <laughs> but at the time in 1996, it was, an, it was an incredible sight to behold, and I'm happy it's here at number seven. I am. I really am. That's all, right. all I got. Anybody else for Super Mario 64? Really? You guys you guys have nothing on Mario 64. Like, come on. My guy, you... Well, I've got something, but you don't want to hear it. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. Uh -oh. Go ahead. Uh -oh. Please, uh -oh. go ahead. Floor is okay. yours. Take um, so for me, back in like the SNES era, there were so many great RPGs and JRPGs and stuff that were on that console. Mm -hmm. And then I was getting ready to upgrade. And so I'm looking like, do I want the N64? Do I want the PS1? I ended up going the PlayStation route at that time. And I am so fucking glad I did because when I looked at you plebeians <laughs> over there playing these like goofy boxy games like Super Mario 64, <laughs> I was so grateful that we had Crash and Spyro and all the fucking killer ass RPGs on the PS1. Oh, so you're so right though. I that's all I'm gonna say on that. But I respect that it was an influential game for y'all. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> No, she's right. Right. So I got, I'm, I'm no, I got nothing to counter that. I'm Thank just you like, for that. I, 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 I'm like, I just felt the punches and the blows like hit me as you were going on that. Oh rant. no! I, I, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not. I tried to keep it. For, I tried to keep it to myself. I did. Oh my gosh! Like, like, ow! God damn! Uh. Like right in the feels. <laughs> Pretty guarded with a fucking dagger. 
Look, I'm, we gave her the title queen for a reason. I know, I know, like I know. I, I, I appreciate our queen of the nerd cage, and I'm not going to get mad. I, I'm more hurt than anything. I'm not going to get mad. I think uh -huh. if Derek if Derek went on the rant, I'd probably be mad. <laughs> <laughs> but wow, I'm I'm a little shocked, but you know, I'm not I'm not gonna get upset. I understand. Please understand that this was the beginning. Okay, Nintendo won the uh Nintendo Sega War. Nintendo dominated. Yeah, they did. Then the new war started, Nintendo and PlayStation. Yeah. And if you Nintendo were, and were there were two the kids company. in school. Listen, and, <laughs> Almost, yeah. goddamn middle school, there was Mr. Goddamn Berlin, and there was the mosh pit in the music room, and then there was the Nintendo 64 kids and PlayStation kids. And I stood ground with the Nintendo 64, and this motherfucker right below <laughs> was a PlayStation kid, and it made our friendship difficult. <laughs> Especially when I brought it into school. Anyway, <laughs> moving on yeah. to number six, Mass Effect 2, the greatest Mass Effect of the series. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Okay, Derek, go ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, as, uh, as Joe said, this is undeniably the best Mass Effect that there is. Uh, the cast is great. Uh, being uh, thrown from a really heroic position into kind of like an uh, anti-hero position and kind of clawing your way back up to where you were or making uh, making those uh, statements about you uh, really stick uh, was a fantastic choice. Shepard is amazing. Being able to save or condemn your crew was awesome. I love the Mass Effect franchise. Uh, save andromeda but this is undeniably the best mass effect period agreed uh pretty guardian anything on mass effect 2 i agree uh, uh should i wait for jay to get back on this one i, I think <laughs> we should blow right past it <laughs> <laughs> all right at number four no <laughs> at number five jay Super Metroid. <laughs> I'll let everybody else go first. Oh, everybody okay. else go first, and then I will say my piece. Please. All right. Please, I'll, I'll say I, I agree with the placement on this list. Um, me and Jay got the pleasure to play this on Twitch, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll agree with where it's at. All right. I cannot speak to a game I have not played. Oh. All right, all right, all right. Pretty Garden, go ahead. It is a beautiful and atmospheric game, and I think the gameplay was excellent. The art style was excellent. And jump in there, Jay, because I, I want to hear what you have to say. This is my single most all-time favorite game. All-time favorite game. Just because it's my favorite doesn't mean it's the best game of all time, but it's my all-time favorite I, this tickles me pink that it's at number five. I'm shocked it's at number five. Hands down the best Super Nintendo game. I'll say that. It's the best Super Nintendo game. Um, what makes this game so goddamn special is not, not only that it, it the Metroidvania um, genre of gaming. The fact that this, this game 
has storytelling as the game progresses without a single thing of dialogue. Yeah, it's got, it has an opening cinematic, but the story progresses with no dialogue. You know what's going on. The game encourages you, encourage you to learn new tricks. And even if you're not like an expert gamer and you, you this game does hold your hand and helps you like like there are skills to this game if you have super skills and you want to keep progressing you can if you don't you could still play the game but slower um yeah. it's a perfect fucking game this is a 10 out of 10 and it still holds up my god like there are games that do not age and this is one of them and the, the the variety of weapons and the most mind-boggling thing is like after Super Metroid there wasn't another Metroid game for eight years I mean you, you can kind of throw in the Super Smash Brothers appearance but there was no Metroid game for eight years and here's the thing every Metroid game that's come out ever since has been chasing the ghost that is Super Metroid okay I love Metroid Dread Metroid Dread's number two in my list I love Metroid Prime I love Metroid Prime but none of them, none of them come close to Super Metroid. My God, this game's perfect. It's my all-time favorite game. I'm shocked it made it to number five. Um, I am. I'm actually shocked, pleasantly shocked, though. I'm pleasantly shocked. This game is perfection. Derek, I am not mad you haven't played it. But you, you have a <laughs> golden opportunity to take this game in and enjoy it. You gotta play it at some point. I'm about to warn you. I'm about to just really make you upset coming coming up. You'll, you'll see. That's fine. That's fine. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But yeah, I like. Don't get me wrong. I I know that I'm missing out on the Metroid franchise. I really do because I have not played a single Metroid ending. You could start with Super Metroid. It's the third. Yeah. It's actually technically it's Metroid Three, but the uh, game recaps the previous events and. To be honest with you, as much as I like Metroid 1 and 2, um, and then for its time, they are great. But but the controls, there's a lot less game, and the controls aren't the greatest. Um, the other Metroid games, as great as they are, they have aged. This game has not. You can start with Super Metroid, and if you want, if you really want to go back and play 1 and 2, you can. But Super Metroid is really the only game, the only game in this franchise you need. And right I just, Sorry I'm not gonna get upset. I'm not gonna get mad. I'm just gonna say oh, you're you going golden to. You have a golden I can opportunity. See it. <laughs> you have a golden opportunity, Derek. And I cannot wait to hear my favorite words ever, which is Jay. You were right. <laughs> oh, all right. We can move on. All righty. Number four is also gonna be uh, heavily. You know, Jay sided conversation. It's uh, go, The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Everybody <laughs> else, go first. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Well, so I'll get the ball rolling and say that The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past is the first Zelda, and actually the first and only Zelda game that I have ever played. Um, it was on the SNES. I played it. I beat it. I loved it. It was a great game. Great puzzles. Very charming graphics. And a little, a little bit of story kind of introducing you to the world of Hyrule and everything. I number four. That I. There's no way it's number four in my book. I, I don't. I don't think it did anything amazing gameplay wise. I don't. I. I. I 
I, for the life of me, can't see it. So anybody else want to jump in there? Derek, go ahead. I cannot play. I cannot speak to a game I have not played. Okay. Uh, so me and Jay were able to play this on Twitch. And although I enjoyed it, I don't think it beats out Ocarina of Time. No way. Now that I've played Ocarina of Time. Um, maybe in certain aspects, but not in others. Um, that being said, I think this might have to be bumped up a little bit. <laughs> this is my all-time favorite Zelda. And it's the most replayable Zelda game. And to Pretty Guardian's credit, um, it's a very good starting point for anyone who's new to the Zelda. I think Joe can agree to this. If you're brand new to Zelda, okay, do you agree that A Link to the Past would be a better place to start than Ocarina of Time? Exactly, yeah. I agree okay, with that. there we go. Okay. I think this is the, if you have never played a Zelda game, this is the one to start. Um, this is my all time favorite Zelda game, and it's in my, and it is in my top 10 favorite games of all time. Seeing it at number four, again, tickles me pink. However, it's not a better game than Super Metroid. No way, no how. No way, no how. Super Metroid is, I think, okay, I wouldn't say miles above. Super Metroid is definitely a clear cut above A Link to the Past. Um, mm -hmm. I'm fine with it at number four compared to, like, all these other games that we bought. I just think, you should, I think Super Metroid and Zelda A Link to the Past should be switched. Okay, that's uh, how I look at it. But, man, A Link to the Past is my favorite. It gives me the feels. Um, it's fun to it's fun to go through. It's fun to perfect. Um, the only dungeon I don't like, and we and we all witnessed it on Nerdcage Live Gaming, is the uh, that the dungeon in the Dark Forest. Oh god, was that frustrating? Um, and the stupid hand that grabs you. Oh my god. Yeah. But. The rest of that fucking game, and man, I had a blast playing it with you, Joe. Um, I'll say that Link to the Past is a mandatory replay every year for me. And I probably, I think IGN probably feels the same way that this is not only that's a replayable game, but it's like mandatory, like annual play. Um, okay. Should it be top 10? Absolutely. I just don't think it should be. I'm not going to get too mad about the placement. I just don't think it's a better, a better game than. Super Metroid. It's not. Why? And I'm I'm also a little bad. I'm I'm pleasantly baffled above Ocarina of Time because I actually like it more than Ocarina of Time. I know our co-hosts do not feel that way. I feel it's better than Ocarina of Time because I feel like Ocarina of Time um, wouldn't exist without Link to the Past. And it, it, it the whole Dark World, the whole Light World, Dark World, uh, Ocarina of Time ripped that off with the 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 Adult Link and Child Link. Um, but yeah, it's. An amazing game. I, I highly recommend if you're not if you've never played Zelda a Zelda game in your life, this is a where you start. Well, to be fair, I guess a franchise is able to is allowed to rip off from themselves. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's just giving the fans what they want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to number three is Portal Two. Uh. Any, anybody want to chime in? I haven't played the Portal game, so I can't okay. speak to that. <laughs> uh, I think it's strange that the what is essentially the entire Portal franchise is in the top 100. Um, I know. <laughs> I, I agree that Portal 2 is a better game than Portal 1. 
because of like because they improved upon the story it was so interesting to see um a new ai core in the form of wheatley who would eventually go on to be um uh the he's actually like in he's doing hollywood movies now so it's kind of fun to like hear wheatley the the, the doofy little robot as um the uh the vampire guy in uh, logan um but and everything that they did with glados and giving her that that mythos and story that said three really yeah i don't i don't know that it's a three yeah i don't know I, I'm, I'm scratching I, my head too but i've never yeah. played it but they're fun i if you haven't played any of the portal games please don't take this as like a jab at portal they are great games, but yeah. I don't know that they're top 10 material. Yeah. I'm just saying, when I think Pinnacle Gaming, I don't exactly think Portal. No. <laughs> if Pinnacle of, like, physics, fun, but not, yeah. Yeah. not a top 10. Miss Guardian. There's no way this game belongs on number three. Next. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Here we go. Right, number two, Super Mario World. This, this should be number best. one. This is the is Super yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, this is my Super Nintendo game mm -hmm. forever. Yeah. This is my favorite it. Mario of all time. The colors, <laughs> the kingdoms, yes. everything was yes. fantastic. Preach. Uh, I, I, I'm going to pass it over to Maggie. Maggie, please. I don't have a lot to add to that. It was a beautiful game. Like every world was engaging. All the levels were so creative. The different abilities that you got were so much fun to play through. The, this is like almost the pinnacle of Mario as far as I'm concerned. It was yes. an iconic game. It should have been number one. Yes. I agree. Yes. burned into my yes. mind. Yes. So. <laughs> I keep you know, in the, the fact good that word. all four of us agree on that, I think yeah. even from this thought further. <laughs> Yeah. And the thing that makes me feel so goddamn jolly, because the the ongoing debate with Mario, if you're a diehard Mario fan, the ongoing debate is Mario 3 or Mario World. I stand firmly at Super Mario World, all right, over Mario 3. Any day, anywhere, anytime. Mario World. Again, annual playthrough. Mandatory playthrough. It, it, it launched the 16-bit era, okay? It, again, it was... Oh my god, the control I, I is I can actually perfect. hear the theme song for the first world in my head right now. Mm -hmm. yes. like with crystal <laughs> with crystal perfect quality. <laughs> Mario 64 aged. Mario World aged no, better. Like yeah, my, only weird, gripe, my, only gripe, <laughs> my only gripe. My only gripe. I have the most minor gripe with this game. My only gripe with this game is that Mario and Luigi are the same sprites. That's mm -hmm. my only fucking gripe. But other than that, man, this game's just perfect in every way imaginable. It's, I it legit did not notice that. <laughs> it's the perfect platformer. And yeah. no no other game comes close. And, man, Joe, this actually might be a case where we may have to go back and play it again just because. <laughs> um, It should be number one. It should be number one. Even if I'm, t even, I, even, I feel even if I take my bias out of it, it should be number one. Speaking of number one, okay. Scott will love this. The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I'll let everybody else go. 
this is the this was my first Zelda game beginning to end uh I love this game I think it is I think it's what Skyrim uh might have wanted to be later on down the line maybe this was like I feel like maybe Nintendo like snuck into Bethesda's uh uh bag of tricks and like stole some stuff and made this uh because there's a lot of there's a lot of Skyrim's DNA in here but with a Zelda uh gloss uh paint job that said with my love of this game I don't think it's a number one I think that it does deserve a couple of spots back I think it's still top 10 I don't think it's number one well said I agree with that. Um, The the only thing is that I don't think I've given this game a fair shake. Now that Jay has given me his Zelda training, (laughs) um, I think if you don't play the other Zelda games and you jump right into Breath of the Wild, it's going to be way too overwhelming for you. It was for me. I can tell you that. (laughs) I I loved it. It was very hard for me to grasp, but... Now that I've played the other ones, maybe it would be easier now. Miss Guardian. <laughs> I uh, I want to reserve my opinion. I want to go back and, and kind of re-explore the Zelda franchise on the whole. Um, just in general, I'm not a huge fan of Breath of the Wild, though. <laughs> I don't even think it should have been in the top 10. Mm. Okay. I'm just going to start off by saying that hands down, Breath of the Wild is the greatest game on Nintendo Switch. Hands down. Metroid Dread being the second greatest game. And then the third, third, I'm, I'm torn between Mario Odyssey and Kirby um, in the Forgotten Land. Forgotten Land? Yeah. I'm torn between those two at, at number three. But hands down, number two is Metroid Dread. And number one is definitely Breath of the Wild. That being said, Breath of the Wild is not the best Zelda game. I think Link to the Past is. Then Ocarina of Time. Then Breath of the Wild, um, which pains me to say it, as much as I love this game, it shouldn't be number one. Um, I, I, I would feel a little better if Mario, if Mario World was number one and Breath of the Wild was number two. I think I can live with that, even though I would disagree. But Breath of the Wild is so vastly different from the other Zelda games, and you could die within five seconds if you don't know what you're doing. Seriously. Yeah, um, but if you do know what you're doing, you could actually go and fight Ganon immediately. Yes. That's that's the amazing <laughs> that's the thing those? I love that's the one thing I do love about the game is that it gives you free reign. You can go fight Ganon immediately or you can do all the or you can do whatever or you can go explore and do all these other crazy little side missions and side stories and what have you. It's definitely the most explorable Nintendo game ever made and you, you know it's 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 an open world like when I say open world I mean open world there's like no restrictions to what you can do in this game I just feel it's just ugh, I'm more of a traditionalist I, I, I have a major problem with there not being any dungeons at all there is I mean, no dungeons yeah, there are dungeons no, that's how isn't. you get uh, yeah that's how you get all those of your, are not dungeons uh, your stuff yeah Do- those, those are, are not dungeons they're dungeons. They're, they're not totally dungeons. dungeons. Those are they trials. Are they're little they're trials. Totally they're not dungeons. dungeons. They're not dungeons. There are no, like, monsters <laughs> in the dungeons. 
and ever and when you do the three or the four oh, divine okay. beasts, when you do the four divine beasts, you're fighting a different version of Ganon. There is no like every Zelda game has a dungeon and a dungeon boss. They don't do that in this game. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's not my number one Zelda game. It's my number three. But with everything else, though, holy smokes, it's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's great. Um, like Ocarina of Time did before, there is more lore, more races, high, races of Hyrule. Ah, shout out to those lovely Gerudian women. Just saying. <laughs> um, I love the Gorons still. The Gorons are my dudes. Um, but man, those... I like how the fact that the the uh, the Gerudos were depicted as like Amazon women, and I like that the Breath of the Wild, besides Twilight Princess, the Breath of the Wild is more adult-oriented Zelda game. Um, but it's not the best one. It's not. However, if we do in fact get Breath of the Wild two on Nintendo Switch, I'm beginning to have my doubts. I have a feeling that 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 Breath of the Wild two will be the launch title to the next Nintendo. I just have a fucking feeling. Yeah. I have a fucking feeling. The way this game keeps getting postponed. But Breath of the Wild 2 has an opportunity to, to be better than Breath of the Wild 1 by bringing in dungeons and dungeon bosses the way Zelda's supposed to be. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, not number one, and I think Derek said it best, is it top ten? I think we could safe say it could, it could be a top ten because it's the best game on the Switch. And the Switch is now, like, the highest-selling console of all time. Um... So, yeah, um, I don't think it's number one. I, I, I feel better about somewhere in the top ten. Mario World, it's not, it shouldn't be above Super Mario World. And yeah. I think we can all agree that the Zelda franchise is not for everyone, but Mario is. Zelda Mario is Mario is for everyone. Yeah, Zelda yeah. is not. Zelda is, is, is a certain flavor, a certain taste. Yeah, I mean, Mario is Nintendo's Mickey Mouse. So it's just what yeah. it is. <laughs> um, but that being said, it's an amazing game, and I think everybody should play it. And Joe, I think when you get when we get through Ocarina of Time, I think give Breath of the Wild another shake. Um, okay. But just Absolutely. warning you, it's vastly different from any other Zelda game ever made. Yeah. Despite having a hundred. That's the list. <laughs> yes. Okay, so here's what I want to do. <laughs> what What was the most egregious thing about this list? And what games do you think should have been on those that wasn't? And you can, whatever comes to mind. So, Joe, I'll let you go first because, yeah. I think uh, the Resident Evil stuff was way up there. So was the Final Fantasy VII being as low as it was. Um, As for games that need to be on the list, I didn't hear mention of Contra anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's a that's a good one you know um i'd have to think on the other title but that's the one that came to my mind first <laughs> that well i take that back there are no sonics on this list either yeah there's almost that's no that's Sega that's that's yeah that's list, a bit perfectly honest yeah. yeah or spyro like yeah. i feel like no, spyro, spyro, no crash bandicoot no no crash bandicoot no spyro no sonic yeah, there's some weird, there's some weird mishaps in here. Yeah. So I think the worst thing on this list was Spelunky 2. That <laughs> for me was like one of the biggest WTF moments. And then as far as games that I think should have made the list, 
when we got to Witcher 3, the first thing that popped into my mind was why aren't any of the Dragon Age games on this list? They yep. they were amazing CRPG games, really like in-depth lore and like the choices you got to make. And there's a whole ass franchise of them. Like we're we're gonna be going on to like getting a Dragon Age 4 here soon. And I, I, I have know, a feeling when it comes to Dragon Age, they looked at Bioware and said, Mass Effect. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's still a weird choice, though, because those games are so different from one another. Right. Like, it would be like comparing Knights of the Old Republic to Mass Effect. Like, they're yeah. that different. Yeah. Um, I'm looking through it. I'm trying to see if there's, like, what... Um, oh, Doom says I, no devil may cry. I noticed that, too. No bayonetta. Yeah. I, I agree. Uh, I love me, my, my devil may I, cry. I'm personal. not bothered by that, honestly. Uh, it could have been a, it could have been a replacement for some of these, um, yeah. and I would have been to, uh, yeah, we'll put it we'll put it at seventy five just for Maggie, so Splunky two would get knocked okay. out, and I can, put, I can put a <laughs> Devil May Cry three there, and I'd be a, I'd be a happy happy man. So um, I actually I got a few. Okay, okay there. Go ahead. Let's finish your thought. Uh, trying to think of what else deserves to uh, be in this spot. Um, I would have swapped Persona 5 for Persona 4, but that's a personal bias, and I understand that. Um, Bioshock Infinite needed to be replaced with Bioshock. Um, there's a couple of other ones that, admittedly, I know I'm drawing a blank on, but it, let's see. Egregious, obviously, uh, Resident Evil 2 needs to be substantially higher. Like I said, I think we all we all agree. Swap two and four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's uh, one of my egregious thing. That uh, I'm gonna be here forever. So go ahead and just uh, say what you gotta say. <laughs> Goldeneye, wait, should have been like a place higher, like better score. You know, 77 yeah. was way too high. Should have been like in the you know 50s or you know 40s or something just because of the influence. Okay. So I got a whole bunch of stuff. I'm shocked. No Wii Sports. That's a little baffling. Because Nintendo revolutionized motion control and motion gaming. Wii Sports should have been there somewhere. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Even though Sonic 3 is my favorite, I think Sonic the Hedgehog 2 should have been there. I actually would I could live with Sonic 2 replacing Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. I could live with that. Because um, they're platformers. Um, I'm a little surprised Cuphead didn't make the list. Just because yeah. on the the animation and what it did for indie gaming. Mm -hmm. Um, there are no sports games. What the fuck? Like no Madden, no punch, no punch, no punch out. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I've always been the type of person. NBA you know, Jam. Play like what the fuck? Play the sport. You know? NBA yeah. Jam um, was not were, a sports game. There were game, sports game. games on the on here. We had the Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two or whatever, didn't we? Oh yeah. Yep, well, sure yeah, if you want to count that as a sport. Yeah, okay, we can throw that in there. <laughs> that's but, more of an but, but no NBA Jam or Madden or uh, or that, Punch that's Out. That's fine, Webby. Um, yeah. little, little surprise in there. Again, Wii Sports. Again, besides that's a sports game, but like I said, motion controls. I think that should have been in there because of the. Should Wii. I? Should I start doing rapid fire? No Spider Man. No, no, no superhero. Well, besides well, Batman. Batman no I think Batman Arkham uh, City is the greatest superhero game ever made. And I, yeah. you, you can kind of say, okay, well, that represents superhero games. All right. No, no Kingdom Wii, Hearts. No Fatal Frame. Oh, that's a fair no. point. No Kingdom Hearts. No Kingdom oh, Hearts. Yeah. 
Um, That's a fair, fair point. No clock tower, no nightmare creatures, no... No well, Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little like... I can like, live without that, Jake. <laughs> I mean... Okay, I mean... No Guitar Hero, none of that. that I was saying, there was no rhythm. Yeah, dance no dance rock band. No Wii Sports. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that, 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 that's... Oh, no Soul Calibur either. I didn't even notice Ooh, that. That's a fair, yeah. fair point. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you got you got Street Fighter 2, you got Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I think as far as fighting games go, you, th those two made it in. And, yeah. Persona, and if you want to count Persona. Uh, Ghost of Shishima, you know yeah. I have an idea of something we should do sometime. Yeah. We should all make a list of like um, our like top 25 games and compile our own list of 100 and argue out the placement of all of them onto the list. Oh, that might be fun. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God, that's that's going to be a long stream. Yeah. <laughs> we can curate it a little. Yeah. I, 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 I could just imagine, like, the, the welcome to my PowerPoint presentation. My name is Derek. <laughs> yeah, six hours that's later. That's more of a thing that yeah. what we can do is we can compile a list, throw it up on uh, Facebook, and have the chat argue it out. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the idea of a three-hour tour. <laughs> three. <laughs> um, actually, how about this? We can throw a challenge at the uh, at, at chat. Okay, so how about this? If we can get to a thousand subscribers, we'll do that stream. Oh God. Yes. Okay. We're, we're at, oh, that's we're a at great five, idea. We're yes. Five sixty-five right now. So, like, just get us up to a thousand, and we'll do our top 25 compiled into top 100 games. Yeah. We'll do a, we'll do a full tier list. Yeah. I'm, Get on I it. Am, that's a great idea. I'm, I have th my thank moments. You, Derek, Miss Guardian, brilliant idea. I it's very easy to do. All you need to do is really just steal your friend's phone and go into his YouTube and hit subscribe. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Take yes. your mom's phone. Subscribe to us there. There you go, guys. So a thousand subscribers will will we'll do the uh, our version of the top 100 games of all time. And then at 1500, Xbox Series X giveaway. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Yes. Don't forget to get your Nerd Cage merch. Woo! Swag on. With more designs <laughs> on the way. I'm sure. I am sure that Miss Guardian and Derek have designs, you know, in mind. And Nerd I know, Cage the flamethrower. I know Joe and I are going to make a Nerd Cage Live Jesus shirt. Oh, uh, yes. And a hat, probably. <laughs> yeah. So don't worry. More designs to come. But you can get your logo and strength of geek, geek knowledge with the Pornhub one. You can get both or one of them. Or, you know, they make a great gift for a loved one. Yes. They open it up yeah. like, what is Nerd Cage Live? Yeah. <laughs> what? Put it on your dog. We don't care. Just buy them. <laughs> I think I've seen this logo before. Is this a is this a porno site? <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. I, I guess we can, on that note, we can wrap things up before we go. I just want to let... Um, you know our newest additions again thank you and uh go ahead and plug i want go ahead and plug your uh you got what you guys are working on and what you guys go, got going on starting with pretty guardian well in the next week i'm going to be putting out a video about the top five cozy games that i am looking forward to games that aren't out yet but are going to be coming out hopefully within the next 
year or so. And you can find those on youtube.com slash pretty guardian. And, you know, I was just so happy to go through this list with you tonight. Absolutely. And uh, I am the one who nerds. Uh, I am working on a project that I've been working on for months now, but I'm going to keep the lid on for a little while longer. Uh, I will be premiering it here at Nerd Cage, so be sure to subscribe, give the thumbs up, ask Jay where my where my content is. It's coming, I swear. Uh, but I need it to be just right. Um, and as we get closer, I will divulge more information as time goes on. So stay tuned. And we got rapid re reviews on the way. So we know there's a lot of media that's out there that we definitely got to react to. Uh, Joe, tell them about Wednesday. Wednesday, we are doing a look back of King Kong versus Godzilla, 1962. Yes, the Japanese version, the best version, and the best movie with these two monsters in it. Just saying. And I'm very much looking forward to chopping it up with um, everybody here on screen. And we may have some really, very special guests along with us. Some, familiar, some Nerd Cage Live familiar faces, but... Trust me, it's going to be exciting because, again, I'm excited to geek out over this movie and can't wait to hear, you know, uh, Pretty Guardian's perspective and Joe's perspective because they haven't seen it. And it's going to be a good taste of the pure Showa era Godzillaism. It's going to be great. Yes. <laughs> um, and then, Joe, go ahead and plug what we're doing on Tuesdays and Fridays. All righty. On Tuesdays, we are doing Bayonetta, our favorite bullet witch. And on Fridays... We're going to go back to Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yes. We're going to wrap up the child timeline and a whole lot of Jesus moments. Just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was that was fucking fun last night. Yes, but, was. yes, uh, again, thank you to everybody. This is your official Nerd Cage Live moving forward. So, yeah. So, cheers to everybody on screen. Let me get my audience queued up here. Where, where is it? Yes. Rawr. Rawr. Scared. <laughs> yes. So, again, you know, if, if you're new to the channel, again, stick around. Hit the subscribe button. If you are already here and you're a longtime Nerdcage Nation guy or gal, please spread this shit like syphilis. Let's grow our audience. Let's grow together. And, yes, please join Nerdcage Nation, our awesome Facebook discussion group, as well as the Discord is now Nerdcage Live discord is now live so please yeah. check those out follow us on instagram and twitter both handles at nerd underscore cage and yeah more to come i promise you and we will see you guys next week that being said we pretty please ask you to like comment subscribe ring that bell and spread that shit like syphilis so usa from yours truly syracuse new york portland oregon and los angeles california to all of our friends and fans around the world at nerd cage live enjoy life Stay safe. Eat your vegetables and do your push-ups. Again, spread the good word. And good night. Take care of yourselves out there, folks. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! <laughs>